At the tone, please record your voice message. Hey, Jesse, it's Brian. One of my favorite columns to be published through the Onions AV Club for our consideration recently discussed the unifying theme for all the Oscar nominees this year. I know it might be a little bit late to talk about this now, as the Oscars have long since passed from our collective datascape, but the general message that the article was arguing stuck with me. The article, entitled, How All Nine Best Picture Nominees Reassure Us About the Scary Future, goes to great lengths discussing how the likes of Owen Wilson and Midnight in Paris to the adorable dog and the artist all tell audiences that everything is going to work out, or, as the movie critic Tasha Robinson put it, the films are essentially uplifting reassurances for our troubled times. Sure, that's what Hollywood movies have been doing forever. The thing is, aren't Oscar nominees, in some ways, supposed to artfully challenge the status quo of the world around us, not reaffirm what's wrong with the world with benevolence? To cross pop mediums for a second, music seems to have the same capacity to deliver purpose messages of the way we live our lives. But when music doesn't have direct political value embedded in the fervor of its performance, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Take, for example, the newest album from The Shins called Port of Morrow. When band leader James Mercer sings his obtuse lyrics with veiled common object references that ring with absurdity, the themes that emerge don't necessarily challenge listeners with unsettling outcomes so much as they comfort them with good vibes and a memorable hook. This is something that has always been present with what the Shins do. Take, for instance, the lead single, Simple Song, a love song the 41-year-old singer wrote for his wife. You sure must be strong channels the sound of the 1970s with nods to German crot rock and easy listening horn fills from the likes of Chicago. I fell into dark times and you were there to help me through. You told me that a downtown will eventually improve and you were right, so I'm thanking you. So won't you listen? retrospection of pop music's history could afford. If anything, the Shin's moment in the spotlight has long since passed, as it has been five years since the band released an album, and few bands really sound like them anymore. You could also say that the Guard State generation has grown up and kind of moved on. Mercer has gone on record, reminding the press and listeners that the Shins was started as a moniker for him when he recorded his own bedroom pop in Albuquerque, New Mexico. So the drastic lineup changes over Mercer's extended break from this project, in essence, shouldn't be questioned. To me, a move like this is the post-grunge generation's way of avoiding the usual trappings of aging classic rock bands still touring and recording, despite only featuring a few core members. The theme of resilient optimism that the music from the shins and exudes is needed now more than ever, with the looming possibility that Santorum is still a serious presidential candidate, all the political tumult in Syria, and whatever that Coney viral story was about a few weeks ago. So I won't say Port of Morrow isn't welcomed, it's just comforting. 
For pop music, I can't think of a better role and purpose it should play in the lives of those that consume it. This has been a message from Hate Your Answering Machine.